0: I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, Visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to today's episode of Creating the Vision. I have with me one of my dearest friends, and I cannot wait for all of you to hear this conversation because I think for anyone who has ever doubted themselves or has thought, I just don't know if that could be the life for me, you need to meet my dear friend, Dahlia Uh I'm gonna start by taking us back to May of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I had met Dahlia the December before, uh, a few months after we'd moved to South Florida. Our husbands are in the same uh, industry and we met at a party and I saw this girl with this beautiful uh, headband on at a Christmas party. And I was like, I gotta meet this girl because she just looks like, Uh, So much fun. And she was. She is. (laughs) And and I uh, introduced myself. We got to know each other really kind of on Instagram after the pandemic hit. And May of 2020, one of the beautiful things about living down in South Florida is that we were still able to enjoy outdoor dining um, because we were right on the beach. Yep. So we met and had lunch. And from there, I think the, the rest is really history. But at the same time, there's so much that's happened between that point and then now. Um, and I want her to tell her story because it is one of the most incredibly fascinating stories of really the birth of a business and how you took this idea that we discussed over lunch and that you were so kind to kind of bring me into and share with me your vision for what you wanted to create. And then now here we are a little over three years later and you are just absolutely crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to turn it over to you, but um, I just love that this conversation started um, three years ago and to see all of the amazing things that you've done from then until now and how much you are still scaling and growing. So I guess to kind of toss it over to you, it would my, my question, or I guess, how to get started was, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit one about yourself, but kind of where you were at that point in your life in 2020 and kind of how your business has just taken off.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, it's always a treat to get to sit and talk with you, you know, just on a (laughs) friendship level. So, um, I know this will be a fun one. Um, So going back to May of 2020, so first of all, I am the founder of a company called Design Assisted. It is a project management company that specifically services interior designers. It is very niche and it is my baby. (laughs) Um, So in May of 2020, I was feeling many things. One of them was hopeful and the other one was scared out of my mind. just like everyone else, right? In the entire world, we were all terrified about what was happening in the world. I was terrified for a few reasons. One, the pandemic and two, I had put in a notice at the interior design firm that I was working for uh, in February of 2020 and I had given them a six week notice and we all started working from home in March while I was still training my replacement and I just had this feeling that uh, the company that I was leaving them for was not going to be able to hire me. And I was correct. So I had had this idea to help interior designers and it had come to me about a year prior when I was working for this design firm and we were helping many, many high profile clients. Um, and I, I was, I probably managed 20 projects at a time on my own. And I really just needed a little bit of help. But the issue there was that interior design, the the industry ebbs and flows. So I knew that I needed help. I knew I didn't need permanent help. I didn't know where to find this. And I decided to be the solution to my problem. And with anything, you know, when you're starting a business, when you're creating an idea, it's really fun coming up with the idea. It's really scary to execute the idea. And I've, I've always been the kind of person who comes up with an, an idea a minute. Um, every morning You know, I get in the shower, that's where I do my best thinking, and a new business idea comes to me. And my husband and my family members at this point were so used to me just coming up with these ideas that they were like, yeah, 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 great, cool, whatever. Um but this one I was like, No, you don't understand. It's really gonna happen. I'm really gonna do it. And and I was I was thrust into it essentially because the pandemic happened. I was now jobless. I had um I had a couple of choices. I could have gone out and interviewed at other interior design firms at the time. We didn't know that the interior design industry was going to skyrocket 200% while everybody was stuck at home and redecorating their homes. Um, So I, you know, just kind of had to think about what my next step was going to be and, I just, I put one foot in front of the other. I designed my own website. Uh, I have a background in graphic design. So that gave me a leg up there. And I've always been great at creating relationships. So I reached out to some fabric vendors that I had become close to during my time at the interior design firm. And I had my first client, I think five days after launching and three months into it, (laughs) I had to start a waitlist, an unofficial waitlist, because uh, everybody needed it, and everyone was working from home. So, people who, you know, had never worked with anyone remotely in their lives, were now knocking down my door asking for help. So, that was May of 2020, and now in almost July of 2023, I have five employees. Uh, three of them are project managers. One of them is my COO and the other is our administrative coordinator. And if you would have asked me three years ago what what 2023 was going to look like, I probably confidently would have said, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to grow threefold. Um, but I, <laughs> I tend to say things that I don't necessarily even believe in my own head, but um, because i just i believe in doing things scared <laughs> now that that's what this has taught me right As being being a business owner now now i i do things scared and now i know that there's nothing that i can't achieve
0: <laughs> i love it i just absolutely love your your story, I love it. I mean, Thank from you. I think from the moment that we started talking about it, it's like I just you know you just get that feeling like I just knew that this was going to really take off. And as scared as you might have seemed, <laughs> you were very passionate and very <laughs> convicted. So you were great, yeah. <laughs> And incredible. I still am. I mean that
1: that passion and conviction is still there. I wholeheartedly believe in in my company and in serving others, that is the message behind almost everything that I do. And when you think about interior design, it can feel kind of surface and artificial and, you know, a little vapid even. Um, and, and it can be, sure. I love it because it's a creative medium, but I think what really fulfills me is the ability to be able to help other people because interior designers who are out on their own, they are business owners and they are looking for a way to scale and advance. And there are not a lot of resources out there for them other than hiring someone full time to come and come and help them. And and that doesn't always work out. So that's what we're here for.
0: And I, I, what I appreciate too is that you took something that is a, a very basic need and identified that here is the need and here is how I can be the problem solver. This is how I'm going to, I'm the solution to your problem. Yeah. And I think what you did, I mean, what you're doing is genius because you have, you have proven to them that they need you as the link between the business and the client.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I- I've been thinking about this lately in terms of there's a ton of business coaches, right? And there's one for every industry. And that's something that I probably would never call myself um, because even though I I can stand up confidently and tell you I'm an expert in A, B, and C, I I just, (laughs) at the end of the day, I'm like, who am I to tell you what to do, you know? Um, However, after working with all of these just badass men and women, mostly women, Um, I do have a pretty good handle on what works in an interior design business or, I mean, really just business as a whole, um, just from where I'm standing now. So I'm now able to take that experience and impart that wisdom onto my clients in the same way. So it's not... You know, this thing that started with me just wanting to help people uh, get get their projects done has now grown into, yeah, we can help you get your projects finished, but we can also help you figure out how to expand. We can help you with your mindset. We can help empower you. Really, at the end of the day, we have so many wonderful clients who just don't even realize how great they are, and we get to be their cheer- cheerleaders. And that, I mean that's just a great feeling. So I wouldn't call myself a coach by any means with what I'm doing now and the position that I'm in now. Um, but I'm definitely a cheerleader.
0: Well, and I want to touch on that just because I I think especially with women often too, we, we are, we are the last people to say, Oh, I'm, I'm not the expert. Like, you know, you know, like when you said like, who am I to tell you what to do? But (laughs) But you have been, you are doing it and you are the expert. Um, and so I think it's just, it's something that I think as women, especially, we we are the first to kind of discount like, oh, well, you know, but what I'm doing is just, you know, I'm, I'm leaning into my passion mm-hmm. I'm building this business out, but like, oh, I'm not really like the expert, but you are, I mean, you are, you have truly stepped into that. And a lot of it is because over three years you have become the expert and I yeah. love to see you taking that road of coaching
1: Thank you. Yeah, um, to your point, I mean, I work with a lot of women who who do not realize their potential, and and it's funny because they're doing what they want to be doing. You know, they they are creating and they are um, just living living the life that they want to be living. At the same time, I'm watching a lot of these business owners not charge enough money um, and not understand their worth because. They they don't think that they're worth it. They know that they're putting out beautiful work that 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 people are willing to you know pay a lot of money for, uh, and they just are so in their heads. We all are, you know. I I think human beings in general are, but um, in my experience with so many amazing women that I've encountered. It, it, it's a, a big wake-up call. It's been a big wake-up call for me over the last three years to lean into just believing in myself and and being unapologetic about it. Um, I tend to have a pretty big personality, and sometimes I feel like I can suck the energy out of her or I can take up all of the energy in the room or all the space in the room, and I I beat myself up about that a lot, and what I have been learning is that I, I just have to take up this way. Like yeah. I can't be anyone but myself. You are who you are. And if I'm not hurting anyone, then I just got to go for it. So yes. that, that's just, that's what I've been lately yes. <laughs> for myself. Yeah. And and I'm living it. I'm walking it. I'm talking it. And that is, it's by design because I want my clients to see that. I want my clients to get that energy from me i want it to transfer to them and it's for them infectious. To,
0: yes really, exactly yeah it's infectious and yep. i mean i say that just from like a friend perspective you know you you and i whenever we're around each other it's like that energy i think we feed off of each other and I I love how unapologetic you are. And I, I think that, I, yet again, I think as women, we sometimes will 100% allow other people to dim our light or to, you know, force us into playing small because, you know, it's, it's, it's just easier for them to potentially handle us or stomach um, us <laughs> or, you know, like process, you know, whoa, who am I meeting? Yep. At the same time, you are who you are and your success is is a result of yep. you being who you are. And so without that, like you are your own secret sauce, so without that, <laughs> without that, then you're not you. And then design so assistant true. isn't you. Yeah, And, and it's not a reflection of that. And I think too, knowing your team a little bit more intimately, mm-hmm. you know, they, they carry out those same kinds of principles and core values and yeah. dynamics. Like they are all shooting for um, success and to do exactly what you're doing, which is to serve yeah. and to radiate that positivity and that energy. So totally, um, yeah, it, it's such a cool environment that you've created.
1: <laughs> we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun in our office and a motto that I've, I've said to everyone from the beginning from my first hire is I, I want to be the kind of boss that I always needed. <laughs> that I always wanted to have. So uh, I, <laughs> I am their cheerleader as much as they are my cheerleaders as well. And it does create a really nice environment for us. We have, Two of our project managers actually live out of state and we do our best to <laughs> make sure that they feel included. And, and I think they do. Um, I just went up to Charleston with my husband on vacation last month and one of my project managers lives there. So we had dinner with her and then another one of our project managers, she comes down uh, every summer, and we'll do like a little pool party. So we we really tried to to keep the fun in <laughs> everything
0: that we do. Well, I wanna I wanna shift gears to maybe a not yep. so fun time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh my gosh! Yeah, no, and just mainly I wanna because I think that interestingly enough, I think whenever, I mean, I always say like, I'm super optimistic and sometimes, you know, to the point where I just, I always try to stay positive, Mm -hmm. but like life, sometimes I'm not positive Mm -hmm. and I have gotten a lot of like, you know, um, critical, you know, comments made like, well, you know, you're just like always so, you know, like you, Sometimes aren't like a realist, which actually mm. that's not true. I'm, I'm very much a realist. Mm-hmm. I just choose the side of like optimism and happiness, and you know if I have one, I'm gonna choose the one yeah. that's gonna bring me, uh, you know, a better just sense of overall like well being and like happiness and joy. Um, but I'm I'm not I'm not unaware that mm-hmm. there are things that sometimes can go negatively or go wrong, or that I don't have times where. I have self-doubt or want to give up or yeah. frustrated, et cetera. And I think that in every entrepreneur's life, I mean, <laughs> it's probably more of a constant than, it or, or it's more it's more consistent mm-hmm. than in any other, you know, industry or any other role that you would be in. Um, and so I think that it's only fair that through all of the amazing success and the scaling and the business and the growth and all of that, it's like, I know that there were times when it was really tough and like it yeah. just... Like effing sucked. You know? <laughs> and you're like, what am I doing? Why did I do this? Like, mm-hmm. I have this goal. I have this mission. But like, it just freaking isn't coming together. Yeah, um, I'd love for you to share.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, anyone who thinks that you're too positive, uh, give me their names and numbers. <laughs> and I'll go find them. Uh, <laughs> there's no such thing. Um, so I, I'm not shy about sharing any. Uh, struggles or any mental health issues that I've had in my life. Um, I've struggled since I was a teenager with, with mental health and I have uh, some really great moments that I've just, I've, I've loved celebrating in my life. And then it's usually followed by, you know, uh, almost like a come down where I have to face reality and face uh, you know, a, a diagnosis of depression from you know the age of sixteen, and, and navigate through that. And in my life, I've actually been told that even though I do have this depressive side, which I think comes as a shock to people who don't really know me very well, because I I do come off as very positive and uh, you know just put together and confident. Um, and those are the people that you got to watch out for, right? <laughs> those are <laughs> the ones that are really struggling in, in the closet and in the dark. Um, however, it's been exponentially more difficult as a business owner because I have less people that I can now share that experience with. So my, my feelings now come in, in more of an isolated form. And it's not something that I can talk to my team about. And, you know, I talked to my husband about it and he's, he's wonderful and he's supportive, but at the same time, you know, he works in corporate America. He has, uh, well, I mean, nobody really has job security, but (laughs) he more or less has job security and he can only be there for me so much. So I do lean on other business owners, you know, to talk to them about, my struggles, and obviously, you know, a doctor and all of those things, but it, it, it is really isolating. Um, it can be really lonely at the top, is actually something that my therapist says to me. Um, and it's something that I have just had to learn to sit with. I, I was listening to a podcast recently where the founder of Mudwater was talking about how human beings do not know how to sit with uncomfortable feelings. So we will glow out and we will find a way to fix this feeling of sadness or emptiness. And really what we need to do is feel it uh, and work through it. and And sometimes that's easier said than done. Uh, something that I've been doing lately is breath work. Um, I'll get up in the morning and I'll go sit out in my backyard and I'll get some sunshine. And for about five minutes, I will breathe in through my nose for three seconds and breathe out through my nose for five seconds. I said three seconds and five seconds, right? Um, and and I'll just sit there with my eyes closed and I will do the best that I can to um, reset my nervous system. And that's something that I learned on TikTok because I'm a, (laughs) I love TikTok and that's where I get all of my news from. Uh, Don't judge me. (laughs) But when, when I'm having the, these feelings of, of intense isolation and stress that I just can't shake as quickly as I used to be able to shake it, I find that it, it is something that I need to sit with. And and it can be from a number of things. I mean, it, it doesn't even. Sometimes I'm affected by things that have nothing to do with with my company at all. You know, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm sad about. I should be the happiest person alive right now. You know, like life is good and life is good, and I am grateful. Um, and but sometimes you just feel weird, and, and you just got to get through it. But and, and when you're when you're having those moments, what piles on top of that is, you know, maybe you do have a problem employee or maybe there is an issue happening with a client and you just pile that on top of each other and it's all of these new experiences that you've never had before. <laughs> and you're like, um, I, can I quit my job? <laughs> no, I can't because I created it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, that actually wasn't that bad. What was I even upset about? So... Yeah. I mean, there's this quote, new levels, new devils. And that resonated with me when I heard it because I think you think I'm going to do this thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to have this life and then I'm just going to be so happy and everything's going to be perfect. And Mm -hmm. and, and you don't want to seem ungrateful because you know, while other people are out there working a nine to five that they hate with a manager who's mean to them, I, I'm, i you know, creating something that came out of my brain and I get to tell people how to do it. Um, but, you know, nothing's nothing's perfect.
0: Right, no, no, and I think that that's, a, I think that it's so important to talk about that. And one, I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing, just yeah. because I think anytime time one, we share and we educate people and we help them understand, like, it's not, I think my my struggle too is just, is is always wanting people to understand that everything that, like, I've achieved in my life or everything that I'm even doing is like, I am busting my ass behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we just. And social media is huge for doing this, you know, <laughs> because we just see the finished product. So then yeah. people see, oh my gosh, it was so easy for her. It's like no, but you know, so many times that mm-hmm. I've told my husband I want to quit. If you've seen so <laughs> many times I've like, you know, been like, oh, forget it, I'm going back to corporate. I'm gonna, you know, apply for jobs, whatever, you know. And it's like, no, no, no. Let me bring you back to why you started. You know, yeah. let me like bring you back to that why because like if you need to hear it from someone else, if you mm-hmm. need it to be heard back to you, so you can process that, like I'll be that for you. You know, you've been that for me. And, you know, just that kind of, uh, but, but, but we all deal with it because it is a really, like you said, I love you said like new levels, new devils. Mm -hmm. And then you also mentioned it's lonely at the top. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. It gets so lonely. And, and especially, I mean, I'm for all intents and purposes, a solopreneur. So like everything that I do, I am pulling all the strings and And I know you were too, for a while as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that that was in like, oh, it's overwhelming. I mean, you could just get so overwhelmed. And I think sometimes in those moments, I almost just wanted to like, go like sit in the corner (laughs) in the fetal (laughs) position and just be like, just no one talk to me. I don't want to do anything. I've done it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you just, you just get to those points where you, you don't even want to like you're, you're. You're like stalled. You're just frozen and you can't even act. Like you just can't even move forward. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes when that overwhelm happens, you know, that's also when some of those depressive thoughts and those, uh, you know, the, that that negative self-talk that we have really creeps in because we've given it a platform to exist. We've said, yeah. I'm feeling defeated. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm emotional you know, could be that time of the month as well. And Mm -hmm. like that always freaking adds (laughs) a layer of, uh, you know, joys of womanhood. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, you know, but I, and then I always think too, you know, at the same time, like when, like you said, you know, when you claw yourself kind of out of it and you're like, wait, hold on, let me like (laughs) remind myself why I'm doing this, why I created the life that I am creating, that I'm a part of, Mm -hmm. you know, is for all of these other reasons. Exactly.
1: And, and I try to keep that top of mind every single day. You know, you, you can't be, um, you can't be resentful when you're grateful, right? So and I'm trying to teach my 10-year-old this <laughs> because he seems to see the negative side of almost everything and uh, it, it drives me nuts. As I I'm think like, most
0: 10-year-olds do though. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you've got
1: you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Just love your life. That's all you got to do. That's your whole job. <laughs> and he still finds something to complain about. So for me, I really try and be really grateful about everything so it almost makes you feel worse you know when you're counting all your blessings and you're like why does this suck so bad why do I feel horrible Um, but you know in those times I lean on my people you're one of my people (laughs) But at the same time, something that other that people don't really talk about either is when you are an entrepreneur and you are friends with other entrepreneurs. Everyone's busy. Yes. <laughs> how long have we been trying to I get know. something on the calendar? calendar. Right. The last time we saw each other was February. February. Fe- yeah. How do you say that? February. 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 And <laughs> <laughs> and it's now. We live 45 minutes away from each other. I mean, it's unacceptable, but that's life. I know. We're celebrating your birthday
0: tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, my birthday was in May. (laughs) But it has literally been that. I know. That's what's crazy. Our lives are so crazy. And yeah, yeah, you're right. And then you just, you... But I love too that there is like that knowing and kind of understanding. Like we're all just like, we're like freaking in it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just... Um, yeah. with kids and the business and just life, it's like things are just accelerating at such a, a, a such a faster pace. I feel yeah. like, especially these days too. Um, yeah. And I mean, our six-year-old said the other day that he'd had, he had a rough day, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, like
1: you're six and you haven't had a rough day. Like, oh my God. show you a rough day, son. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. but but i love how much they you know probably heard that from me or from uh from my husband instead i know that's when your your
1: gentle parenting has to come out and you're like i had a rough day but tell me about your day why was it rough yeah
0: i'm so sorry exactly (laughs) So, so changing from rough days to like, you know, have those, those, you know, those happy, like exhilarating days, you know, I mean, I think that that's, it's like, we always have to, you know, like we're going to Oreo method this, right. You know, we're going to do the positive, like cramming a little bit of the, you know, negative and I want to wrap it up with, you know, some more positive. Um, But I mean, I think the incredible thing about what you have built is you now, um, you have a retreat coming, you are now like educating (laughs) and, and speaking. Like this is just kind of to your point earlier, like you've, it's, it's, it's turned into something that you didn't expect. Um, as as far as like you had one goal and the goal was, (laughs) I'm going to be the project manager for interior designers and for, for their clients and for the firms. And so now it has become oh my gosh, you're developing all of these different facets and aspects of the business. And now it's turned into, you are that expert. And so now you're being asked, Talia, we want to know what you think. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and I think in all of this, you know, my, my ask, I guess for the question would just be to share, you know, kind of uh, twofold, you know, what is that one moment where you're like, holy like this is (laughs) happening, you know, like this is, like this is taken off. And then the second one would be, you know, like what's on the horizon for design
1: assisted. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I've had a couple of those moments and every, (laughs) at every stage it has been the same overwhelming, jubilant feeling, and it could be something as small as, landing my dream client, to hiring my first employee, to being on a podcast and just meeting someone and them saying, oh my gosh, I know who you are. So-and-so told me about your business. I need your help. I think that that is such a great feeling. And also getting off of a, a call with someone, a consulting call with someone and them saying, wow, I feel like a ton has been lifted off of my shoulders. And, and that's always a great feeling, you know, just being able to speak truth to someone about their business and, and assure them, Hey, we are going to help you. There is a light at the end of this tunnel and you don't have to go it alone. Um, I'm trying to think of, of something specific. Um, oh, probably the first time that we were published, uh, we were published last spring in Domino magazine. And it's, it's funny to say published because Domino magazine is actually now it's not in print. It's only an online magazine. Um, but it's still a really big deal in the industry. And we were published for Styling and doing a little bit of design for a big influencer. Uh, Her name is Katie Serino, and she's kind of a big deal. She is the founder. She is amazing. She is. (laughs) She's the founder of Mega Babe. She got her start in PR. She, I say, everything she touches turns to gold, and.
0: Hi! Oh, that's funny. That's what I say about you. <laughs> so you two, are, oh, yeah, you two are two
1: peas in a pod. We are. And, and how she came to be my client was I, I slid into her DMs. She is a notorious early riser. I am not. But for some reason, one morning <laughs> I was up at 530. I think I was trying to do some kind of New Year's resolution thing. And she had just purchased a condo in Palm Beach. And she normally lives in New York and we're located here in South Florida. So I, I said, Hey, if you need help with anything, you know, I'm here. And, and she was like, yes, I need your help. Please help me. (laughs) Which is funny because she designed most of her home all by herself. She actually is a great designer all her own. And, uh, I kind of, just helped her with my opinions. You know, she was like, do I do this and this together? I'm like, no, it's getting too crazy. And then, you know, tone it down just a little bit, that kind of thing. So when she called me on a Friday and was like, Hey, Domino magazine is going to shoot the apartment in two weeks. Are you guys ready? I was like, I guess we're going to have to be ready. So we actually were able to borrow a lot of stuff so this is a a trick of the trade when you are styling for photo shoots what a lot of stylists do is they will borrow um, accessories and furniture or they'll go out and purchase items from stores and then whatever they don't use or need you know it all gets returned back Mm -hmm. to the store I hate doing that it's bad for our industry you know it makes designers look bad when they do that so Um, I went to a bunch of local places. There's, there's a a big store in Palm Beach called Hive and they do not let anyone borrow anything. And I approached them and said, listen, I can go to West Elm and Pottery Barn and I can buy a bunch of stuff and fill her home with it. And they will get credit in Domino Magazine for this. Or as a South Florida native, I can go to my South Florida people and get them press in this magazine. And everyone that I approached said yes, Ah! (laughs) including Erin Water, which was so weird because she's uh, she's just huge in the industry and she doesn't know me. And they were just like, yeah, cool, let's do it. So Ah, yeah. So, and then when it came out in print, I mean, or not print, but when it came out online, it was just, it just felt like wow, I did a thing and not on my own because there were a lot of people who helped um, my entire team and one of my best friends, Brianna Allen, who is a stylist extraordinaire. Just, she, out of the goodness of her heart, showed up for two days and just styled and, and, oh man, it was amazing. And that was just such a good feeling. And from that, I created a relationship with the photographer, Benjamin Reyes. And, we have been styling and photographing together ever since. And I mean, it's just been, it's been such a great journey when I get to look back at that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was probably something that, you know, we all were just jumping up and down about as a collective team. And, and and even while I was doing it, I didn't feel qualified enough to do it. And then the pictures came out and I was like, dang, we are, we are good. good. We're actually (laughs) really good
0: at this. Um, So it, Pictures were beautiful. Oh, thank you. I mean, that's was such a beautiful spread. They're yes. still my
1: favorite. It's
0: so fun. I want her apartment, by the way.
1: Well, now condom, that yes. that Barbie movie is coming out, I want to be like, hey, Katie, are you, <laughs> you going to get some more press on this place? Because, you know, she's got that Barbie wallpaper and everything. So it's cool. Um, now, something that I'm excited for for the future. There's so many things that I'm excited for. I am uh, <laughs> famous for taking on too many things and, again, having too many ideas. So... Um, I was just told a few days ago by my new publicist, which is weird to say out loud, uh, that I have, she pitched a panel, um, a panel topic for High Point Market in the fall. And they specifically wanted me to be on the panel. She told them about me and they were like, yep, absolutely want her. And I, I think she pitched a few other people and they're like, nope, nope. We just want her. So that's oh my gosh. really exciting. That's fantastic. It's a weird feeling because I, I want to jump for joy and rejoice in it. But I'm like that little feeling in the back of my head. Is like, mm, who are you even? Nobody knows who you are. Um, I'm excited though. And then, um we will be launching a couple of new businesses uh, before the end of the year one of them being on approval which will be a an accessories rental for interior designers stagers and stylists and basically you can come and rent accessories from our office so that you don't have to run over to West Elm and all of those places to purchase and return. Uh, We'll just have, you know, a system going. Um, and it also will help the interior designers to, uh, bring in more revenue from their clients because you put it in the house, you photograph it and the client will see it and they go, wait, no, no, no. I actually like that thing. I want to buy it. Um, and then in addition to that, I, um <laughs> I have been working on a software like a cloud-based software program with my new business partner who I mean she She was my client before she was my business partner, Juliet Califf. She's based out of Puerto Rico, and she is my process queen. And we accidentally created a software program without really even meaning to. And uh, we were in the process of actually interviewing developers. I think we found one. So (laughs) we're hoping that by October we'll have a demo to show everyone in the interior design industry. And um, I can't say too much about it, but... It is going to be a tool that it is going to be really helpful for interior designers, but I, I think it's going to transcend industries. (laughs) So we'll see. I can't say too much about it, but I'm excited about it. Um, And then I have my retreat in October. So we, uh, I'm putting it on with uh, Brooke Stoll who is a friend and a colleague and we are actually direct competitors to each other. She has a very similar business and uh, we have this this group of women. It's it's her, myself, um, Luz Perez Brown, and Hannah Boyer, and we are all competitors of each other's. Every month or so, we get on a Zoom. We do what we call Biz Bestie Happy Hour. We talk about our businesses, our clients, what's working, what's not working, we talk about our personal lives. We're actually going to have um a fun girls weekend at the end of July. And then um so what we're doing is we're trying to get interior designers to build that sense of community within our industry because we really do believe that we are we're so much stronger together. We often refer clients to each other. We often actually share clients um just depending on, you know, their needs and and our expertise. And we want that for the future of interior design. And and we're seeing it. We're seeing more interior designers be more collaborative and they're all really excited to get to meet each other and get to know each other. And And that's something that happens kind of unofficially when, when clients bring us on, bring Design Assisted on, is now they are part of a network of designers that are located all over the United States. And, you know, someone will email me and say, hey, do you know if... I can do A, B, and C with a contractor, and I'll say, you know what? Let me put out some emails and see, you know, what these other designers are doing. And everyone's really happy to share that information with each other. So um, we're really excited about this retreat. It's going to be really fun.
0: I'm excited, and I also want to touch on just because you mentioned the collaboration and that you guys really like, you know, you've shared clients or you, mm-hmm. you know, given each other clients. And I think sometimes in in life in general, like even just thinking outside of an entrepreneurial thing, so much of us think in this scarcity mindset oh, yeah. that like if they're my client, like if I give them yeah. to someone else potentially, like I could lose them. Yeah, you know. But by doing so, you could also gain so much more from it. And absolutely, um, I think that's fascinating that you guys collectively are doing that because yeah. I think one, as as women, it's strengthening not only the relationship dynamic that you have, but the industry as a whole, because yeah. it's showing like, Hey, we can all partner together. We can work together. Like we, you know, I'm, I'm not the only person that yeah. these people can work for or with. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love that. I love the collaborative. Yeah. Community approach.
1: over competition mm-hmm. all day, every day.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my um, goodness. Oh, I love it. So I want to close with, um, one, just, just, Thank thank you, of course, for coming on. I I just am always, I love your story. And like I said, what you say about Katie is what I tell people about you. Like everything you touch turns to gold. Like anything you think of, it's like, poof, like it just, but at the same time, I know that there's so much hard work behind that. So like, if you have an idea, I know that you're going to see it through to fruition. Like, you're not just like, oh, you know, that's an idea. But you've also learned to say, eh, that was a good idea, but like, maybe not. Let's pass on that. Let's move. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I've never told you about uh, the shower spa idea I had before design (laughs) (laughs) assistant. I'll tell you that over dinner.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Maybe I'll let you test it out (laughs) in our house first. (laughs) See if it's a go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) I'll tell you later. (laughs) Okay. I love
0: it. Um, So I just want to close with them. So, you know, the best piece of advice you would have to, you know, a budding entrepreneur or someone who's listening that's like, wow, that's amazing that she did this, but I probably couldn't, you know, I don't know if that's for me or... I have the same kind of goals or dreams or thoughts, but eh, I don't know. I mean, well, my advice really is a question.
1: What do you have to lose? Right. Um, And, and my advice is going to be generic, just like every other entrepreneurs, just freaking do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get out of your own way and get it started, get it started in some way. Even if it's putting together a website on Squarespace or, um, Starting your Instagram, taking photos of a product, research, 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 research. I'm a research queen. I don't do anything without researching it, but I also don't let that research hold me back because that that can also be an issue. So do your research but don't let it hold you back. Do not have a scarcity mindset and just don't, one, o- yeah. Yeah, don't, don't overthink, overthink it. it. Yeah. Don't, don't overthink, overthink it. it. Yep. I mean, there, there's going to be a time where you should overthink it right? <laughs> when you're actually in right. the business and building it out, but just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have something that is going to make you happier and better or make someone else happier and better, just do it. Uh oh.
0: okay so where can people find you so they can follow you and and start learning all the things about design assisted Yeah
1: so personally I am on Instagram as Dahlia Souls no h d a l i a s o l e s and on inst- on or for my business for Instagram it's design assisted we did start a TikTok I think we have 10 followers <laughs> one <laughs> of them might be my mom um I be, even though I love TikTok I I still haven't figured out how (laughs) to really push content on there but we pretty much live on instagram and uh yeah and if you want to email us studio at (laughs) designastudgo.com
0: i love it yeah i am so thankful that you came and shared your story and i just appreciate and love you (laughs) And I'm just glad that, and so cool to like be a part of everything, you know, kind of like get to witness it firsthand. Yeah. So <laughs> Same to you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, my love. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, keep creating the vision for your life.